Hello. So I thought since we are in the astrological sign of the goat, Capricorn, that I would discuss a little bit about it for you guys so you understand it a little bit better and some of the tarot associations with it as well. So Capricorn starts generally December 21st, which is the winter solstice or the beginning of Yule. And um, and that's basically where you are going to be petitioning to the spirits for the coming spring or the ancestors, land spirits, whatever, for the coming spring to have good crops is basically the idea of it. Now, when you think of Capricorn, it is the... Um, it is for the element Earth, which is three signs. Each There are four elements, Earth, Air, Fire, Water, and each one has three astrological signs associated to it. So we have the cardinal sign, which is sort of the leaders of the pack and kicks off that season, and that is Capricorn. And then we have the fixed sign, which is Taurus, and then the more mutable, malleable sign, which is Virgo. So we'll get more into Capricorn in just a minute. So when we're talking about Capricorn, it can be depicted as a goat or a goat fish. So it'll be the top half or the front half of the body is the goat. The back half is the fish. Like I said, it's a kernel sign of Earth and it is ruled by the planet Saturn, um, its polarity is negative, and it is about loyalty. It's also about controlling as well. Now, every astrological sign has an association to the body part that it can affect, and a lot of times it's rheumatism, especially in the knees and bones. When it comes to plants and herbs, you can have hyacinth or onion, pine and willow, and roots of all plants. Its metal is lead so if you're looking for a stone or gem for it, it would be jet and onyx. So the color is black, obviously. So let's see here. So <clears throat> the goat and the fish together basically are bringing in the consistency of standing for down-to-earth people, basically. People who are very sure-footed and know exactly what they want. They're very intellectual. They can be very spiritual because they go after what they want. Um, they also can be very easygoing, relaxed, very almost to their detriment in a sense, where they may seem like they don't always care in a sense. Now, because of the variant of having the goat and the fish, even though it's an earth sign, it can be considered also... Um, what do you call it, earth and water, in the sense of dealing with both of those, but not generally. So they are very much extroverts, but they can very much be introverts too. They have quite a balance with both. And they do tend to be a little bit more dominant because they do take life more seriously. They're an earth sign, which makes sense. They are definitely the type to try to get stability in their lives, and they're all about their foundation. Now, you're going to notice that 
when you're dealing with the different astrological signs, either when you're born or in the current charts at the moment, that there can be planets that the sign is sitting in. And that can affect what's going to happen to someone during that time. So let's talk about that next. Since Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn, we'll talk about that first, but uh, it's all about realisticness, but also about being restrictive. So when Saturn's in Capricorn, um, things may feel more restrictive in a sense, right? So you might notice it like with the financial markets during the Great Depression, that kind of thing. Um, but you'll notice like a lot of dictatorship, that kind of thing, ruling, trying to hold people back in control. Now, when it is in Pluto, um, it shows the changes that we're ready to work on changing, right? Especially if there's traumatic sort of experiences going on in your life, it's all about big change. Now, with Neptune, it's all about practicality. So it's finding um, understanding in certain ideas. Now, when Capricorn is in Uranus or Uranus, however you want to say it, um, it's all about sort of revolutionary change in a sense to bring about change from intolerance. So it's sort of defying what's morally wrong. Now, Jupiter... When it comes in to Saturn's sign of Capricorn, obviously, um, it can show a lot of sort of challenges in a sense. So you might notice that people who feel wronged might go after people in an, in an illegal way. Like, say, for instance, um, like rioters, that kind of thing. That tends to happen a lot then, where they want to make the change, but they might do so in a way that's considered unjustly. <laughs> um, Mars, when it's in Mars, it's all about force, but it's enthusiasm too, right? So it's going after things that you want, but not being cautious either. Venus, um, obviously Venus rules Taurus, which is the fixed Earth sign, so when it comes into play with Capricorn, um, they might be very cautious about the changes they make because they want to keep that stability and they want to keep things as they are. Now, when Mercury is around, it's all about communication, obviously, but it's about being supportive, too. So it's about um, sort of going through your past processes, things that you've been through, and finding the difficulties in your life that have been hard for you to go past and work past. Now, the sun is kind of like effective change in a sense. It's all about action. So it's ambition and it's drive. And the moon is more realistic, but it's also demanding. So even though we have that reserved side of Capricorn, you'll notice that you know, as long as there's boundaries and things are more stable, that can be a really good sign to have it in as well. So when it comes to mythologies, we have Hercules, where he captures the cat, the sorry, the cattle of Geron. I could be saying that wrong, but I'll read this to you. 
As his tenth labor, Hercules was sent to capture the red cattle of Geron, which lived in the island of Erythia in the far west. Protected with a golden chalice, his reward for devotion to the sun god Helios, Hercules mastered the tossing seas and reached Erythia. He slew Orthrus, Geron's two-headed guard dog, and the giant oxherd Yurchin. Driving the blood-red cattle before him, he was pursued by Geron, who breathed fire from all three of his heads. Hercules shot a flaming arrow and fatally pierced the monster's three bodies. Hercules then drove the frequently straying cattle across Europe and over the Alps. On the way home, he faced many dangers and righted numerous wrongs. The labor has been interpreted as symbolic of the sun's passage through Capricorn and certainly contains much solar symbolism, such as the chalice of Helios, while the journey over the mountain and sea recalls the symbolism of the Capricorn goat fish. Persistence and a willingness to undertake hard and long tasks are Capricorn's traits, and Capricorn, like Hercules, understands that good planning leads to effective action so that we are not only able to succeed in our anticipated aims, but can also respond to other demands that we meet upon the way. So when we are looking at the symbolism of the goat fish, Capricorn is derived from ancient Sumeria. <clears throat> so it was a symbol for the crater, or god, E-A. So it is Greek and Roman writers refer to the constellation either as a goat or a goat fish, which is a sea goat. <laughs> and... A lot of people think that the name derives itself for the Latin for goat's horn. So it alludes to the Greek myth of Amalthea, a goat nymph who nursed and hid the baby Zeus from the father Kronos. Now, Zeus made one of Amalthea's horns into a cornucopia, or horn of plenty, which abounded with whatever the owner desired. So this may have seasonal symbolism, right, to do with spring or in the fall, that kind of thing. Now, according to Greco-Egyptian myth, the goatfish represents the nature god Pan. So, while in the form of a goat, he escaped from a monster into the Nile. The parts of his body that were submerged became a tail of a fish, while the rest of him retained its goat form. In Aztec mythology, what we call Capricorn was linked with Sipicaltli. I, I totally butchered that. <laughs> a primeval sea monster or crocodile it symbolized the earth flooding or floating in the prime of, of the primeval waters and stood for the first day of the Aztec divinatory count of 13 by 20 days. Now, that's really cool because you will see a lot of depictions of that sort of deity sort of around. So, let's see. So, in Babylonian and Sumerian history, the god Ye, or Inki, I don't know if I'm saying that right, was the creator of the world and ruled over the water as well as human crafts and wisdom. So, the ancient Mesopotamian seal, this will show the god with water streaming from his body. So, the symbols are the fish and the goat, and they were later combined to make the goat fish, which is Capricorn. So... When we're talking about the sign Capricorn of itself, these are really polite people. They can be very restrained, very soft. They can be very comfortable and accepting of other people. Now, they are very hard workers. Um, they do expect hard work from other people, but mostly themselves. They are the type to overcome challenges when it comes to changes they need to make. Um, 
They're not the type to be easily swayed. They're not gullible. They can be impatient to a fault. And this can definitely be something that that causes them to give sort of excuses, right? Because to them, it's all or nothing. Now, they might be a little bit demanding and distant, but once you actually get close to a Capricorn, it's someone who's loyal for life. It's just sort of finding that in, in a sense. And with the tarot associations, like I said, it is ruled by Saturn. It is also considered the devil card number 15 of the major arcana. It has differing meanings, which can be good or bad, so you have to go with the cards around it as per usual. But a lot of people see it and they just think it means, oh, the person does, is on drugs and whatever. It's, it's, I hate that. It drives me nuts. It shows that they haven't actually learned anything. And it can mean those things, but not always and not usually. When I see the devil card, I see it as one of two ways. Someone who is trapped by their way of thinking. So they've gotten themselves into, say, like in the case of where we were explaining there what a Capricorn's like, you know, they've gotten themselves trapped into a situation of which they're being stubborn and not willing to let go of. It can also mean someone who's just dependent in general or, you know, they allow people to sort of, they do too much for other people and they're too giving as a fault or they're relying on other people as well too much. Now, it can mean, like I said, um, addiction. It doesn't have to be drugs. It could be food. It could be shopping. It could just be bad habits in general that we do. But upright, I find, too, it can be someone who's too restrictive in their way of thinking. So they need to let go and be, like, more frivolous and more free and have a good time. Now, so this is someone who's sort of bound by that, so they need to be more frivolous. Now, when the card's reversed, this card generally, to me, means someone who, if you look in sort of the his, like history of tarot, the generalized meaning is saying somebody who is in that position and they know they are in this bad position, and yet they choose not to make the changes they need to. That's the general consensus. I usually take it as just the opposite of the upright. So they're either having a hard time moving and making that initial first step now to sort of rebuild their lives after they've stepped away from things that are negative from them. So they could either be making all the changes they need to at this point or they're holding back making those changes when they know they need to. So like I said, it can be a card... That can change drastically depending on the cards around it and the subject matter too. So if you're talking at work, it could be someone who's a workaholic when it's upright. Someone who, um, you know, gets walked over and over always at work, always focused on things that, you know, could lead to other issues in their lives because they're putting all their effort towards work and being sort of bound by that. Now, when it's reversed, I'd say it's someone who has a lot more freedom at work is able to do thing in their, things in their own way and aren't tied to anyone. It could even mean a boss, in a sense, too. Someone who has more creative control. So you want to look at the fact of the fact that it's Saturn with it 
as well as the fact that it's Capricorn. So you have to think of what Capricorns are, what earth signs are like in general, and also what cardinal signs are, right? Because cardinal signs are sort of the leaders of the pack. They make good people who can take others, like take the lead. They kick off. And then you have the fixed signs, which are exactly that. They can be a little bit more stubborn. You know, they can be sort of, um, you know, laid back, easygoing, but very stubborn when it comes to change. And also can be very cheap at times too, depending. And then you have, um, then you have more of the malleable signs in a sense with the mutable signs, which in this case is Virgo. And there are people who are more, you know, go with the flow. They can adapt to changes a little bit more readily. They're not as, um, they're not as stubborn. They're more likely to have more of an easygoing flow, but sometimes to their detriment too, where they just sort of go with anything and don't really have an opinion. Excuse me. So that that's always good to have too. You don't want it. You don't want it to be to your detriment. So. All of these things come into play. You can also look at the fact that it is number 14. I mean, sorry, number 15. Um, so symbolism for 15, or you can add the numbers together. One and five is six. Six is the lovers or lust, depending on the deck you're using, um, which is Gemini, which is actually a mutable sign. And then you can also go into one and five, which is um, the magician and the hierophant, and put those two into part of the reading as well. So you can really break down one card and really make it your own. But it gives you a little more of an idea when reading tarot or reading astrology to understand sort of the mythologies and the stories behind where these star signs come from and what it is and how they're affected by day-to-day -day planets. So I'll be back next month to talk about Aquarius. But for now, say la vie, my dears. Sweet dreams.